Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Benedict the Moore Parish in the Hill District and also St. Mary Magdalene Parish, serving the communities of the East End, Homewood, Point Breeze, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh. And happy Mother's Day to all of our moms out there. This morning, we travel to the North Hills of Pittsburgh and visit Providence Heights Alpha School in Allison Park. Providence Alpha School was founded back in 1926 by the Sisters of Divine Providence and is widely known and educates children in grades pre-K through 8th to innovate thinkers, imaginative problem solvers, and caring individuals. The independent school's mission is to develop servant leaders and to model Christian values that are rooted in trust, fostering compassion, and social justice. Alpha School welcomes children of all faiths and cultures. The school places a a high value on developing a love of learning in each child, and the program is designed to promote growth socially, emotionally, spiritually, and academically. This morning, we have two guests from Providence Heights Alpha School. Our, in our second segment, we will be hearing from our eighth grader, Clara Yu, who is the student council president. But joining us first is Mr. Douglas Beecham, who is the seventh and eighth grade language arts teacher and also a council advisor. Douglas, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you, Father Tom. First, can you tell our listeners about how you prepare students uh, for higher grades and how do you teach values that guide and serve them for a lifetime as a provident person? Um, The values that we teach and the concept behind our provident person concept and program is really rooted in living the Gospels. So for me, I see educators here at school who really love teaching and they root their teaching in patience and understanding. We work to reach each child where they are. And in doing this, and we have uh, some other programs that go with this, the idea is to help us evaluate as we grow older, it's an ongoing lifelong process. How do we live as a child of God? How do we behave in a provident manner? And fostering in the children this idea of gratitude uh, and recognition of the gifts that we have. Uh, and then looking for ways that we can use them to serve God and to serve other people. Now, Douglas, Alpha School is known for its strong academics, but also having a family feel and instilling in students a love for learning. Can you tell about those three aspects? Can you talk about that? Yes, they're happy to. Um, Strong academics. So our goal, starting with the pre-K kindergarten program, is to build a foundation 
And this starts with and, and works the whole way through eighth grade where we're helping the kids learn how to study. So it's not just memorization, there's other skills involved. We uh, encourage them and help them learn how to take effective notes. Uh, a big thing that we work on is helping them take responsibility for their own education so that it's not somebody else's job to teach them, but the student takes the approach of it being their job to learn. Um, this continues on understanding their learning styles, where their strengths are, what helps them with learning, and including fundamental skills, handwriting, spelling, certain things that um, in many places have become, have been let go of, but we still see those as foundational things that they can build off of. And then if you look at specific programs like our science program, that starts in first grade and, and the whole concept is, and it again builds into very much larger lab experiments where they are conducting dissections and so forth in middle school, but fostering this wonder, this idea of questioning things and learning to be insightful, observing what is there and making note of this and seeking questions as well as simply the joy of what is created around us. So that starts in first grade and builds all the way up through, uh, including uh, teachers whose specialty is within that uh, framework. So we have science teachers teaching science. We have our art teachers teaching art and so forth. So it creates this very strong academic foundation. Um, STEM classes, we have coding, there's engineering and design architecture are some of the topics we look into, robotics are some of the things that they explore. And again, encouraging the kids as they work in groups and individually to develop their own thinking, think outside the box. Don't look for what's been done, but look for what else can be done. Um, and then looking at the family feel, a lot of it is just the engagement across the board of parents, students, and teachers. So a lot of teachers will participate and go to the sporting programs that the kids have. We show up for the, we have a whole school activity at Halloween called Trunk and Treat. We have numerous other activities where the parents are included and involved in as volunteers, including our another whole school activity called Baby Jesus Birthday that we celebrate on our last day before Christmas break. Um, and Clara might allude to some of those and elaborate on those later. Um, but again, that family feel comes, the things I mentioned allow parents and teachers to develop a comfortable and appropriate relationship that's not strictly about the child and the, the academics. And it allows for more in-depth and progressive discussions about then the academic side of things when needed. Um, but a lot of it is, to be honest, by having families come to these things, by having teachers go to these things, by having all this involvement, it creates the family feel because families share meals together, they do different things together, and that builds that family feel, that builds that relationship. Um, so let's see, strong academics, uh, the family feel, and then the, the idea of broadening horizons. It's a big thing for us to work on teaching the whole child, the whole student, and helping them see that it's the world we are given, it has many, many opportunities, many, many things that can be enjoyed. So, it's important that we have a strong focus and foundation in science, math, reading, and technology. But there's so many other things beyond that. We teach Spanish here. Spanish helps the children see more of the world that's there. We have music and art taught by music teachers, art teachers, to again, 
expand their creative outlets, but also their problem solving skills that they're all interconnected. Yeah. And then of course, all of this also connects to enjoyment of life as well. So there's a good strong academics, but also the love for learning, you know, with each one. Yes. Now, the pre-K and kindergarten students benefit from the nice balance of work and play. Then in grades one through five, uh, there's a mix of traditional and experimental learning. And then in seventh and eighth grades, uh, why do you focus on getting the students ready for high school? Um, well, first, because that's where they're going to be going when they leave us. And we want them to find success here. But we really do want them to continue that success when they leave Absolutely. us. Mm -hmm. um, we don't look at this as when they leave us, they're done and gone. We have lots of kids that come back and visit us here after they've gone to high school, even after they've gone to college. And that's kind of that family feel, that continuation of learning and so forth is part of why we do put a lot of emphasis on preparing them for high school. Um, for me, in my classes, seventh and eighth grade, it starts with a discussion, which I kind of touched on before, about who's responsible for their education. My perspective as a teacher, it's my responsibility. It's my job to make sure that each child, each student learns and understands and moves forward, um, finds success. But from a student perspective, I want them to see it as it's their responsibility. They have control over what they want to do, how they do it much more sometimes than they realize. And recognizing that in a mature fashion helps them make good decisions about their learning, about their study habits and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, and especially for me, middle school is a transition time where that's the last chance we have to really help them be comfortable with that. So when they go to high school and they face a lot of these other social issues and so forth that will amp up in high school, they're prepared to deal with those as much as possible. Um, and then that preparedness isn't just the social aspect is part of it. That responsibility is part of it. But there's an academic side, the rigor that we have here at school. And when we design our units, design our program curriculum, that we challenge the students. We want to push them and challenge them in a way that makes them move forward. It has to be done, obviously, at an appropriate pace. We don't want to push them to where they get lost and frustrated. But at the same time, they're capable of a great deal. There's tremendous potential in these children and helping them recognize that and move forward is part of the rigor that we design into our classes. Um, and then of course that program design is rooted in meeting students where they are. Every child isn't at the same place. So you have to be able to meet the student where they are. Um, someone was recently talking to me about how their child entered the school and they were painfully, painfully shy, would not talk to another student at all. Um, and then not pushing things, but encouraging, allow that student now to be on student council, to feel comfortable being in front of the class, talking, making presentations. And it's taking that child from where they were at the beginning and helping them progress to where they can be ready for high school. Um, and then the whole root of this is our job as educators, I see it, is that we want to open doors for students. The more we can have them prepared, the more opportunities they have to pick from when they get older, both in high school and beyond. So if we can help them open those doors by giving them rigorous classes, which build the academics, that's fantastic. Um, and then helping to be prepared socially as well. Yeah, great. Now, we're just under a minute before a break. Um, they're required to also the students uh, to complete some service hours. So. Uh, can you just briefly touch on that before we go to break uh, with the academics, but also the service hours? Yes, I'd be happy to. Um, 
We start our service program in middle school, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Our younger students see these kids as the leaders of the school, and our the service projects are often recognized at mass, projects are presented throughout the school, and that builds that concept in the younger students. What we really are looking to do though is our service pr program at its heart is helping the students recognize that we can help other people, we can serve other people, and we want them to find where they fit. Okay, all right. Well, we'll take a break. Uh, you're listening to Catholic Education Plus here on KDK Radio. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Benedict de Moore Parish in the Hill District and also at St. Mary Madeline Parish in the East End, Point Breeze, Homewood, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh. And on this Mother's Day uh, weekend, we are featuring the Alpha School, Providence Heights Alpha School. And joining Mr. Beecham for our second segment is Clara Yu. She is an eighth grader at Alpha School and president of our student council. Clara, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Good morning, Father Tom. Thank you for having us. Now, Clara, as the student council at Alpha School organizes several events and projects, one of the more interesting ones is helping your sister's school in Burkina Faso, a poor nation in West Africa. What is it like for students there and how are you helping them? So we first became connected through this organization called Faso Life. That's an organization that aims to bring educational opportunities to students in Burkina Faso. Uh, one of the founders is actually the mother-in-law of a teacher here. So it was through her we became connected and became sister schools with Yenanga Schoolhouse in Burkina Faso. So that is, a, it, as you said, it's a, a third world country. It is landlocked. So they have a the rainy and dry season, which can cause um, trouble accessing water. And so, um, yeah. So one of our projects to help them is we have a shoe drive that we help that we recently um, organized to collect used shoes here which will then be recycled to generate funds for Yenango Schoolhouse to help the students at the sister school there. Hmm. And another way we aim to connect with them is not just from a standpoint of them as our charity, but also to connect on a level of sister schools because we're all, we're all children, we're all students. We're just in different situations. So there is a pen pal program we have where students in our school write letters to students over at, at Yenango Schoolhouse. And because of the language difficulties, uh, we are able to have our letters translated by students at the local, at, by French students at, at a local high school nearby. That's great. Wow. Now, your penny challenge during Catholic Schools Week raised over $1,100. That's fantastic for your sister school in Burkina Faso. How did it help and, and how did it make you feel to help those students? So it's our understanding that the money was used to pay the salaries of the teachers at Yenango Schoolhouse for, we believe, for a year, which is very impressive. Mm. And that was, I was very impressed by the generosity of our community to raise, to raise so much money in just a week. And also it was, um, it was, a, it was very interesting to see that that money, it's not all that much for us living here in the United States, but for them, that can do so much for them living in a different country. So it enabled us to see how really different our lives are and how blessed we are. Well, that's fantastic for one week to do that. All that money, $1,100 is fantastic. Congratulations on that. Now, Clara, what's the value of getting involved in such service projects for you and your classmates, as well as the people that you help? 
Well, service projects enable us to realize that it's not just about us. There's people who that we can use our gifts to help them. Um, it's outside of our community. So it's, we can use our gifts to help people, even though they're so far away, we can still make a big impact on their lives. That's fantastic. And you're developing uh, pen pals uh, with the students too. So there's a little going back and forth, writing letters and having yes, a relationship we, with them. We write letters. So it's like, it, the students might write things about, oh, hi, my name is so-and-so. And I like to do this. What about you? So it enables us to connect with the students on a personal level mm-hmm. rather than being a long distance, abstract relationship. And then hopefully these friendships can continue on even after you graduate from. Yes, uh, the that is our hope. Yes. That's great. Now, Douglas, as their advisor, uh, what are the students learning uh, through this wonderful project? Um, the Burkina Faso project, uh, really just like all of our service projects here are focused on the concept of st- servant leadership. It's one of the founding principles of the Sisters of Divine Providence. It's part of our mission statement here. The concept of being leaders, how to step up in the world to do good, to use our gifts, use our talents to help other people. Um, And those are sometimes viewed as disparate ideas, like leaders aren't servants, servants aren't leaders. But when we look at our faith, we see that our faith through Christ and what he did for us is that the greatest leaders are servants. And we hope that we can imbue some of that into our students so that they can take the same concept and carry it with them into the world. Mm-hmm. Now, Clara, um, as you are the uh, class president of the student council and you're in eighth grade now, you're concluding your final few weeks at uh, the office school. Yes. Do you want to tell our listeners about your experience uh, of your, your time there at the school? Oh, yeah. My experience at Alpha has been amazing. There are so many teachers that um, that really go beyond just teaching the textbook, but they're so creative in lesson plans so we can really understand what we're learning. And also the community at Alpha has been wonderful. Have, um, like, for instance, at sports, sporting events, all the students are so supportive, whether they're in different grades or even if um, you don't even know their names, you're always cheering for your team. And I think this the environment has been a really great one for me all this time. So thank you to the school for that. That's fantastic. And then Douglas, what are you hearing from uh, the, the other students um, and the teachers about the service projects and their, their experience uh, for helping this, this school? Um, now when you say certain, this school, do you mean helping Yenega Schoolhouse? Yeah, Burkina Faso, yeah. yes. Um, it's good. It's enriching. For a lot of the students, it is very eye-opening. Uh, the reality is that we live in somewhat of a bubble. Many of us here, especially in Pittsburgh, North Hills of Pittsburgh, and to have images, pictures brought back of the students there, of what their village of Tamsin is like, what their schoolroom is like, and so forth, what their cafeteria is like. It's a mm-hmm. part outside, essentially. Um, they did that so they could have more room for more students as they grew. But understanding these things helps the students see the world differently in a way that enriches them. Again, Clara mentioned the idea that it helps us, the students see gratitude for what we have, but also see how what may not seem like a lot to us can mean a lot to them. So reaching out to help somebody should be 
become something that is um, inherent to what we do. Right. Now, Claire, we just finished up uh, Teacher Appreciation Week this past week. Uh, did you do anything uh, for the teachers this past week? At the yes. Um, yeah. So one of the projects we've, we've had for students, uh, sorry, for Teacher Appreciation Week is we've had uh, families have volunteered to bring in food for the teachers so they don't have to worry about um, bring lunch in. And we've also um, made a compilation of thank you cards from all the students and put them into booklets for all the teachers, which was a very fun activity. I'm sure they appreciated that. That, that was your way of showing your, your thanks and your support. Fantastic. Good. Now, Douglas, we just have about a minute uh, and 20 seconds left. Uh, can you tell our listeners if they want to have more information on learning about uh, the Providence Heights Office School, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, yes, I'd be happy to do that. Um, our website, www.alphaschool.org. Um, so happy to people go on our website. You can learn a lot about the school. And then our phone number, 412-366-4455. Be happy to answer any questions there as well. And uh, families can take a tour, uh, check out the information as the, as the summer months approach. It's a good time to kind of shop around for schools in the area. Yes, and uh, the location is fantastic. You're right there on the campus of La Roche University, uh, right next to Pasadena Hospital and McCandless Crossing, and uh, just a really uh, ample parking, great location right next to North Park. Um, the office school is near and dear to my heart because I celebrated several masses there over the years when I was a parochial vicar uh, at the former St. Alphonsus Parish in Wexford, and also uh, going back for First Holy Communions. And the Sisters of Divine Providence taught me as a student at the former St. Norbert School. So, Clara, you and um, D Douglas Beecham, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you for having us. Thank you. We'll be back in a moment on KDK Radio. This week in our plus segment on this Mother's Day, we are featuring the sixth Sunday of Easter. And in the Gospel of John, Jesus says, as the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love, love one another. And how appropriate on a Mother's Day uh, weekend, uh, we celebrate Mother's Day, but we also focus on the readings of loving God and loving one, one another. To love is to know God, and where love is, God is, because we are all made in God's image. Each of us has the uh, infinite capacity to love, and we have to heal the wounds of the heart in order to be able to produce the fruits of love and to love is to begin to live. And we live not just for ourselves, but also for others, parents, spouses, uh, children, friends, and neighbors. We're all God's children, so we are all sisters and brothers, all worthy of our love. So as Jesus says in today's gospel, as the Father loves me, so I also love you, remain in our love. Love one another. Happy Mother's Day to all of our moms and grandmas and aunts, or any other motherly role that we have. Have a great week. We'll see you back in two weeks here on KDK Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 